fucking Peter. <laughs> fucking Peter. Jess just, Jess just played a whole bunch of messages from, from Peter for us, our friend out in Ireland, our one Irish listener, um, who probably doesn't fucking share our podcast, by the way. He loves us, but he probably doesn't share the podcast. He usually shares on Twitter. I don't know. I'm just kidding. You wouldn't know that, though. <laughs> uh, he just thinks I'm a fucking Canadian with a beard, so... <laughs> You're not. <laughs> uh, my voice is. I'm like deep voice guy today because my my voice is a uh, deep voice guy. Yeah, is your new light. persona. Oh yeah, mm. <laughs> it's not very deep. <laughs> it's not intentional uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but uh, here we are, episode 75 of the New Utah Podcast. Uh, obviously, if you're listening to us, I would imagine you fucking know that our name is the New Utah Podcast. They could have newbies. Maybe they haven't got. Maybe they're working their way backwards. Okay, but they still downloaded the podcast called the New Utah Podcast. <laughs> I was just saying. That's I, I, I. You feel like you have to say the name of the podcast, but at the same time, like you, it's not like a fucking radio show, right? Where you're just flipping the dial because you're in New York on a fucking work trip, and you're like, "God, all these stations suck," and then you hear one that's good, and you want to hear what station it is so you can fucking remember it. Uh, and uh, so all the time they're like, ah, this is dick bag and, and suck balls in the morning on KMYU or whatever fucking station it is. Uh, <laughs> dick bag and suck balls. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Hold on. What, what was Ryan's? Dick bag and suck balls. Cough knockers. Is that what his was? Oh, uh, yeah. Knockers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris is a reminiscing laugh. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, but... You know, you still want to say it. You still want to, I guess, brand yourself. But I don't know that branding yourself inside your own show matters. It's like when shows that have commercials or even don't have commercials and just kind of take a break. They're like, okay, we'll be back after this break. And then instantly they're back magically. You don't have to say it. Don't fucking say it. And, And if you do say it. Have something that. Edit it out. Just edit it out. It's not that hard. I do it all the time. I don't think I've ever heard that. Everybody that always says it on a podcast usually has like a sponsor that they put in. I hear it all the damn time. They're like, okay, we'll be back after the break. And then they play some intro music and then they're back. And I'm like, you didn't fucking go anywhere. Welcome back. Just because you went to go take a shit and stroke yourself doesn't mean that we knew that. (laughs) And if you just cut that part out, it just flows through. Like, I don't. Along that lines, I saw the ad for the CMA Awards. Doesn't CMA stand for Country Music Awards? Yes, it does. So it's the Country Music Awards Awards? Yes. Just like an ATM machine. Department. Or a PIN number. PIN number number? Yep. P-I-N number? Personal identification number number. An automatic teller machine machine. It's Department of Redundancy Department. (laughs) 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 You've never heard that before? No. I ch- uh, so it is Halloween. Um, I hope everyone had a good Halloween because it's not Halloween when you listen to this. From Monty Python. Um, That's why you wouldn't know. Uh, You're not invested. Not really. I've seen the Holy Grail a few times, but I'm not I'm not a big, huge Python person. Um, I prefer crickets versus snakes. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really. I'm just off my game today. Uh, it was the it was the voicemails from Peter. <laughs> they should have they should have given you like 
lit a fire under you, Canadian beard man. So, well, Peter, you need to listen to some Leonard Skinner. <laughs> and uh, um, I wouldn't even say ACDC. Like Alabama, I think, is another good. You can't like, ACDC because Angus Young is from Scotland. So, um, so he probably does listen to ACDC. He might. I don't know. But yeah, know. Leonard Skinner and Alabama are probably two. I can't imagine that he listens to Pogues all the time. No, like, I doubt That he was does. probably just showing you like. Like what he considers Irish white trash music. Right. I want you to know what our white trash music is. So Leonard Skinner <laughs> and some Alabama, just you two, them fucker. Alabama, what? <laughs> yes, Alabama absolutely is like old dirty South Rock. <laughs> it absolutely is. Is it not? What I was just trying to think is? of some more. Yeah, no, exactly. I just Kid Alabama's Rock. country. Kid Rock. Kid Rock is from Michigan. It doesn't fucking matter. He sings the same kind of music. He sings the song. Of that's the white what trash he is. Folk. Yeah, I mean that's the reason Nickelback's so popular. We got a lot of white <laughs> trash in this country. <laughs> Is Nickelback Canadian? I don't. Yes, they know. are. And here's the thing about Nickelback. So, it's like it's my dirty little secret. I like Nickelback, and it's not really a secret because I, like, I tell I people. I like Nickelback too. But here's the thing: everyone's like fucking Nickelback. I'm like, yeah, but then you go to their fucking shows. You know how many Nickelback concerts if I've been to? Zero. And I openly admit that I like Nickelback. If you listen to their stuff that is not popular, they are a, like a heavy rock band. They yeah. are. Yeah. And all their songs are like ACDC. They're about fucking. Ye- Have you seen and, that YouTube and hookers video? And That's making b- chicks suck your dick. and The remake like of Look at This Photograph. No. Goes, look at this photograph. Then it's over. <laughs> and that's on YouTube. That reminds me. So uh, I was watching an episode of South Park, one of the newer ones, um, when Jess came in <laughs> today, and, and it's an episode where they're at a old folks' home. Uh, like it's it's Stan's grandpa that's at the old folks' home, and the old folks are like running drugs through the town, <laughs> and like all these mascots are using opioids from the old folks. And they're doing it through these stupid figurines, and anyway. So it was a distraction for the old folks so they could steal all the figurines. Cartman and Kyle and... They're like Dapper Dan. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like totally barbershop quartet. But they're singing like, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and like, rape me and... Yeah, so they're like, the old classic from Nirvana. Yeah. And they start singing and Cartman's like, rape me. <laughs> rape me. <laughs> it's all in like barbershop quartet style. <laughs> it was actually and very... I would to totally own like, like barbershop South Park. But then you're like, Man, those are really the lyrics, aren't they? They are. Yeah, those. But are then all of a sudden, the old people started beating each other up, and it was awesome. But that's uh, that's that's like, if you listen to the lyrics of of ACDC or, you know, what Three Doors Down or Thirty awesome. Seconds from Mars, they're all about fucking, and a lot of rapey lyrics come out of out of uh, Nickelback. A lot <laughs> of rapey lyrics. Just saying. They have a very seated past. Oh, Rapey lyrics. Rapey lyrics. <laughs> That's. Like, I guess, but, but it's true. They're up, like some of their, and I, and it makes me think I should probably not listen to them. To be clear, but, I don't. But support not their them. popular stuff. I don't. I don't pay them any money because I don't pay for their albums. I don't go to their concerts like the other fifty fucking thousand people every time they have a concert. Um, mostly because I probably couldn't stand half the douchebags there. Yeah, concert crowds literally are like the teller of a good concert. I hate concerts. I love them. It's not true. There's some, you know, my favorite concert artist is uh, uh, Jack's Mannequin. I think uh, they are fantastic. They put on a great stage show. They sound just as good, if not better live than they do recorded. Um, And they just have this amazing stage presence. And you can contrast that with like, Muse, not Muse, 
um, Coldplay. Is it Coldplay? Muse is really good live. Coldplay is good live. Cold, too. Coldplay. So Coldplay, the problem I have with Coldplay is they don't do a show. They just stand there. And they've got big lights. It's and, a piano. But they just stand on... I'm thinking, I think it's Coldplay. Maybe so it's someone Robert else. Robert Smith. That's still a good show. It's good music, but it's not a show. And that's the difference. Like... Four dudes standing up on stage, pretty much just playing their instruments. It's great music, and I can lay down on the grass and listen to it, but there's no show. There's no entertainment in that regards for me. So, Versus like a... Uh, uh, Lady Gaga. Oh, my God, yeah. Or Madonna. She puts on know. a freaking amazing show, and I hope that she gets better because her concert's in a month and a half, and I don't want her to cancel. So her lyrics are not rapey. <laughs> well... It depends. <laughs> no, I don't. I wouldn't say rapey. No. So anyway, so um, yeah, concerts. <laughs> I don't know. We got to concerts. Oh yeah, Peter's shitty music that he played for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, by the way, you can totally um, uh, buy a calendar that he's in, just holding a, a pot over his member and a bunch of other gardeners that are naked too. <laughs> Fucking Playboy calendar over in Ireland. Uh, the Full Monty. It's like, it's, they're all gardeners. I'm they're sure. I'm sure. Horticulturists. <laughs> they're all whores. So is, is, is anyone in the calendar holding a carnivorous plant near their dick? I haven't looked at it. Is it all Only dudes? the cover. Is yeah. No, I don't know, actually. I don't know. I mean, I would get, if there were a couple ladies sprinkled in with plants covering their boobs and their, their vaginas, I would, I would like how I use boobs and vaginas, like the, the scientific term and the not scientific term. I said tits to my daughter yesterday, actually. <laughs> That's weird. We were, we were shopping uh, and she was getting a corset and I'm, I'm a, I'm a very open dad. Like I'm not, I'm not a pro- Like I was joking with them about getting vibrators. Um, <laughs> so maybe it's a little inappropriate. I don't know, but I said tits to her and I'm like, I probably shouldn't say tits to my daughter, huh? <laughs> All dudes. Uh, All dudes, sorry. If you sprinkled a couple girls in, I could justify getting it, Peter, but I don't really like looking at dudes every month. I'd have to have what at least one or two What month is he to I don't know. We should ask. Peter, what month are you? Are you September? Please don't be July is all I'm asking. Don't be my month. <laughs> Just be a different month, dude. It could be October. Jeremy likes that. Happy birthday, by the don't way. Be, I know it's a little late. Don't be. Uh, but we did Passover. Month. Uh, voting. Voting is happening right Done. now. Voted. Get your ballots in. I mine's, need to mail mine in. Mine's over there somewhere. I've got like three things to vote for. It's all local shit. Don't ignore the ballots, folks. Mine only um, had two, but it's the mayor. I've got a council spot that no one's even fucking running for. You better do it's that. It's just got to write in. I'm going to write my own fucking name in. Do it. <laughs> what, if you get, what if you get elected? No, that's why I, I don't want to do that. I'm too busy right now. <laughs> once, you know, honestly, honestly, once once the girls are actually out of the house and, and not needing uh, attention uh, and direction, like... You consider it? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't have the best pass, but I don't actually give a shit. I'll never run for president, so... Uh, but I think that... Uh, I mean, I think I could do some good. We have like four city council seats up and the mayor. Yeah. Mayor. We've got the mayor and one council seat. So two people to choose from in mine. Yeah, I think we have a couple council seats and something else. And I don't know. And the other big thing is uh, school district bonds. That wasn't You're anywhere. not in Granite, are you? That's no. why, because you're in Jordan. Jordan. 
Yeah, so I've got a big granite district bond on mine as well. It's on the back of your ballot, folks. Look at both sides, please. <laughs> Some of them have two, two-sided. Uh, it'll take two seconds, but mail that sucker in. Um, post dated by, by the second, office. right? November 2nd, I yeah. think, yeah. So, Or you can take it to the post office and, and drop it, uh, or one of your... So if you're listening to this, you have tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's okay. I always forget that, like... Two days out is, is really like one day when we record, so. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, two days out. So we're going to, a lot of this episode will be uh, stuff that we recorded uh, last week at Anime Bonsai. Really fucking fun show. It's Do fun. we have um, any leftovers from Halloween Expo? Yeah, I think I might slip in the uh, guys from New Orleans, the yeah. Demented Design guys into this. Uh, I better write that down or I'll forget, actually. Um Definitely don't want to forget them. They need to come back. Their stuff was so awesome. I just worry that I don't know if they sold enough. Yeah, well, and they're used to doing like the huge, huge like convention in. Um, well, because they no. do. No, no, no. no, no this no. is their first time in Utah ever. They, oh, they do big. Gigantic they do. It's called Trans World, which is in Missouri. World. It's huge. So. Yeah, and they they I mean, because they sell props to Hollywood studios and yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. So that if after you listen to Crit, you will find out that in some cases they are just simply thrown in the garbage once they're done with them. And the snake from Friday the or from Nightmare on Elm Street three definitely looks like a dick. (laughs) Absolutely looks like a penis. I don't know if that was the first time that somebody's pointed that out to him, but like his reaction was like, like yeah, I I think it might have (laughs) been. I mean, it really seemed like it might have been. And the like guy that was kind of being his handler was like, no, go back a couple. And he's like, see, you can see the big, this rib right here. <laughs> this piece is what makes it look like a penis. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Kurt's a really cool guy. I'm excited to get him back on because he, he has a couple um, uh, philosophies, programs, something that he's come up with um, that kind of interchange with you know being creative and and uh going after your passions and so plus all the other movies that we haven't heard him talk about so i think it will be a uh, super fun to get him on hopefully at the start of the new year since we're already booked up well and jess has been um really lazy the last few weeks um <laughs> and has not given us events because not lazy nobody asks for my <laughs> input. We've been busy. Uh, <laughs> we've had a couple trade shows that we have been at or, or conventions, um, and we've been extremely busy and with so much content that we can't necessarily fit some of our normal stuff in. Everything closed um, for the winter. Uh, the farmer's market's gone. Uh, homeless people have moved back. The summer, back the summer market is gone. The winter market that's what I mean. up in a couple weeks. Uh, the homeless people have moved back into Liberty Park now, or Liberty Park, no, uh, Pioneer Park. Pioneer Park. Um, it's, it's been a long day. They're going uh, south for the winter. Yeah, so they are now in Pioneer Park, uh, taking back that area, um, you know, because that's what they do. Uh, and there's other stuff open, though. There's stuff happening now. It's the holidays. It's starting to kick in gear. It was weird looking through the events because, you know, we always go a couple weeks in advance and all of a sudden, you know, like Christmas things started popping up. And yeah, like, and oh, like, oh, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> Christmas time. It is. So Thanksgiving, not to be left out. So actually, did you guys see, speaking of that, before we get to events, did you see the, the news, the, the Target stuff that, that came out? Yeah. So Target has heard They're from... pushing a, back. They've heard from a lot of their customers uh, that they don't like Christmas creep, meaning there's goddamn Christmas stuff in fucking Shopco, like, 
There's still Shopco's. October 1st. Yeah. I go into Shopco's and they have all their Christmas shit out. Walmart has Christmas shit out. Yep. Uh, fucking everywhere. Hobby has Lobby Christmas puts it out, out in July. Yeah. And like, it's not even fucking Halloween yet, and Christmas shit is already out. And it just gets closer and closer and closer every year. Uh, and I don't know how anyone thinks there's a fucking war on Christmas given the amount of spread that that fucking holiday has. Um, can you guys detect how I feel about Christmas? <laughs> uh, it's just a gigantic fucking holiday full of bullshit capitalist crap that bugs the hell out of me. Um, I, I'm in it for the family. I'm in it because my kids are going to be home. We're going to get to have you know family breakfast together and you know spend some time together and we don't really buy a lot of gifts for each other. And I'm in it for being able to hang out with, you know, friends. But my holiday's Thanksgiving. And it pisses me off when Christmas encroaches and just fucks Thanksgiving. I can have it at my house this year. And I'm so excited because I haven't had it at my house in years. Because my parents are getting there. So. And we have, uh, we'll have it here with Bree's mom. It'll be a, it'll be a much different kind of Thanksgiving. But it's just, the thing about Thanksgiving for me, I think I said this last year. There's no real expectations. It's a holiday where you get to be a glutton, you get to watch football, you get to sleep, and you get to just be around family and generally be happy. My experience for Thanksgiving most of my life has been happy. I know people have like nightmare stories from shitty family Thanksgivings. You know what? Fuck them. If my family's a bunch of dumbasses, I just ignore them. I just enjoy the day. Like there may be one stupid person there. I've had some crazy shit happen on Thanksgiving and I still had a good day. Uh, so, well, pre-thing. But anyway, but the point the point was Target, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Target has heard similar, uh, probably not the same kind of words that I used, but similar <coughs> uh, things from some of their customers. That the, the encroachment of Christmas is is really uh, bad, and so Target has actually pulled a lot of that stuff back. They listen to their customers, and they are pulling back a lot of the Christmas stuff in in lieu of other holidays right, and, so awesome. and and being able to have an actual fall. Because that's the thing too is like the the sooner Christmas comes in, like Christmas to me is the signal of winter. It's snow, it's yep. cold, and so we get September, which in the state of Utah is hot as fuck usually. And then October, it gets cold and there's fall. But if you start seeing Christmas stuff on October 1st in, in stores, there's a mindset that changes there. And you just skip three months out of the year. Walmart already has all their winter coats and stuff out. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like it's like last week when, when Cassie was here, she was looking for stuff for her Halloween costume. She was looking for a crop top. And I went, good luck. It's fucking October. It's the middle of October. And you think you're going to find a crop top anywhere. We can go to Ross and maybe TJ Maxx, and you might find one there. Savers. Yeah, Make one. savers. <laughs> Make one. Have you met my daughter? Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> well, we can get like pre-Thanksgiving. Um, so, you know, November 2nd is Day of the Dead celebration. There's a couple of events. Mount so West like Cider is doing a party at their location, and... All the money raised at their event is going to the Mexican Earthquake Disaster Fund. So that's, that's cool. really a lot cool. Of people forgot about that. I know. Um, so that's at 6 p.m. on the 2nd. And then um, also that weekend last year, um, Governor Herbert and Mayor Biskupski uh, declared a 
um, a, like an official proclamation for Day of the Dead. And so at the Sorensen Cultural Center, which is on, I think it's like 13th South and like 8th West or something like that. Um, I'll post the, the link to it. But they're having their first annual altars and offerings competition. So that should be really, really cool. And that goes from 11 to 5. Can I tell you, I wish things, you know, when they came out and they make an official proclamation on a day. Can I get that day off? <laughs> can can that just be now your employer has to pay you for that day and you don't have to work? That'd be cool. I but mean, come on. Let's get like what some of the European countries like France. You declare it a holiday. It's a fucking holiday. I don't know. I don't know. If it could work that way. That's how I want it to be. <laughs> look on the social media. Every day is a something. Well, I had a calendar last year that told me what that day was. Like National Donut Day, National... Uh, try to suck your own dick day. Um. <laughs> National Fisting Day was the other day. So <laughs> I gotta show you. This, I gotta show you this thing that we found. So you know, there's the shocker, right? Have you heard of the spocker? Are we really talking about this right now? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of the all in? No. <laughs> I'm just showing. There's all these different. Um. Did you hear about things? the heist over in Germany of all of the toys? Like $60,000 worth of toys at, that were supposed to be going to the show from this company in London. Oh, Jesus. $60,000 worth of toys. Wow. That's a lot of fucking plastic. Did Silicone, you, things like that. Did you hear about Metal, glass. Oh, are you talking about sex toys? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I thought you were talking about like children's toys. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of uh, talking to my daughters about vibrators, the one daughter was like, uh, I, w- I uh, saw McCall's vibrator on her bed yesterday, and I'm like, What? Are you kidding me? And the only thing that happened to me was the image popped in in my head of the vibrator that my mom used to have that I found when I was a little kid. And I was like, oh, I'm done with this talk. (laughs) It's over. I have a couple more events. (laughs) Can we get back to those? (laughs) Now I've got that picture in my head again. Sorry. Um, On the third, speaking uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, um, at the Park City Culinary Institute, which is on 14 South and State Street. They're doing like a skills class for Thanksgiving. Um, it's If you just go by yourself, it's $75 a person, but like the more people that you have in your group, then the less per Also, person Park City Culinary Institute's not actually in Park City, folks. That's what I just said, 14 South and State Street. I know, but people didn't hear Salt Lake City. Sorry, I just assume. No. Anyways, so they teach you like knife skills and... Mixing and all kinds of nice cool things for Thanksgiving. How to be a fucking But for Thanksgiving, skills. like how to be a fucking ninja. Yeah, for skills. Thanksgiving. Got oh some sweet bow staff skills. So I can't fit my nunchucks <laughs> in my locker. <laughs> Get your crap. Oh my yeah. god. Okay, so, I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt you, but so you're done with Park City Institute, the Culinary Institute. Sure. Are you? Don't yeah. don't just say sure. Are you actually done with that one? With that one. Okay. So I have to tell you guys, because this is going to leave my mind if I don't, and I don't want to write it down. So there's a show I started watching called Haters Back Off on Netflix, and it reminds me so much of Napoleon Dynamite. I don't know if I'm in yet. I saw, I've seen a couple episodes of it. Um, it's this Napoleon Dynamite-esque, but she's a girl. She's trying to become famous on YouTube, and it's really out there. Like Her uncle is worthless uh, and believes in her 100% and and her mom is the girl that plays um, 
she's on baskets. She plays oh, uh, oh. the 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 lady that that's interested in Kit and Skip or Kip or whatever the his name is. Cast the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's got a she's got a brace on her arm, like a like a carpal tunnel brace. So anyway, so it's it's funny and it reminds me a lot of Napoleon Dynamite, like just the way they interact with each other. So sorry. You're fine. That's fine. <laughs> no. I'm getting chastised by eyes here. I didn't know I had chastising eyes. Um, since um, <laughs> since uh, Halloween is over, what do you do with your pumpkins? Throw them in the fucking garbage can. Put them in my compost. Smash them, guys. Go to go to uh, Glover Nursery. Glover Nursery in West Jordan. They're having a, p- a pumpkin smashing event. You know why? And a food drive. You know why? They put in the compost. Because they can. Yep. Well, he just said they're going to. free gonna, compost. free fucking it's okay, great it's compost so fun. for them. We're talking about yeah. fun here, okay? Uh, also, take fun. your pumpkins off your porch uh, Halloween night because they're getting fucking smashed if you don't by dickhead kids. So yeah. next week, the week after. If you still one. have your fucking pumpkin out like November 6th, you're a fuckhead. <laughs> they probably have it with their Christmas lights, though. Oh, my God. My neighbor up the street that had their fucking lights up in July still. Just getting a jump on the new year. <laughs> How long do you keep your pumpkins for? I don't have pumpkins. I'm not ever home. I have wooden pumpkins. I have 10 wooden pumpkins. I know. You have a, you have a problem. We need to talk about that, by the way. <laughs> okay. We Perfect. Need, we need to have an intervention. Okay. Have your roommates sat down with you yet and been like, Jess, we need to talk. We're concerned. No, they're not even in the house yet. I only have two in the house. All the rest are still in my car. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant your roommates. They're in oh. the car. <laughs> like, how many fucking roommates do you have? Eight of them There's in the car. There's only two in the house. I got eight in the car. <laughs> 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 fucking clown car's up in this bitch. No. The one's been gone for like a week. He just came home. So I was no, because he always does his laundry at like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> so um, anyways, so the 8th to the 14th. Uh, so what? I don't know how you do it. I just do. Um, so Veterans Day is coming up, the 10th. It's the 11th. 11th is it, really what I meant. <laughs> it's, it's being celebrated on the 10th most by most places, probably. Um, celebrated? I don't know if you really celebrate. Recognized? Recognized. Recognized, yes. There are a bunch of town events. You best recognize. So, <laughs> yes. You know uh, what, but you know what Veterans Day is, right? You, you guys know, right? Yeah. What? Why are you, why are you just It's a specific, us? it's a special day in my life. Oh, in your life? Yeah. You... My wife, she gets a year oh, it's older her on birthday. Veterans Day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you were not born to Star Wars. That's mm. not yours. Mm. No. She was. I was born to Star Wars. I know. <laughs> it was a little different. I was born to a TV release of Star Wars. So did you guys know that November is uh, Native American uh, History Month? So, which is really cool, uh, since we have a lot here in Utah. And... Um, there are a couple of events that are going on on the 8th up at Hill Air Force Base. Um, a gentleman who I clearly forgot to write down his name, but I wrote down his position, <laughs> uh, is going to be a talk, doing a talk about Was the, it missionary? the Bear River Massacre. Are you familiar? Uh, yeah, but is his position missionary? No. What's his position? <laughs> He's a vice chair of Northwestern Band of Science. Oh, like his job title. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking words. It was a lot of words. That's probably why I didn't end up writing down his actual name. Hold on. I just realized, yeah, a science nation. Yeah. So the Bear River Massacre happened on the border of Idaho and Utah. And basically they came in and wiped out like approximately 250 
Shoshone people, men, women, children. So um, there's that. But then there's also a really cool event on the 10th, the 11th, and the 12th up in Park City. And they do it every year. And it's called Adopt a Native Elder. And it's a really cool program. So Friday night, they have a like a huge event. And it's $30. Um, it, it, there's a show... Um, all the money from it goes to support the elders in all the in the different tribes, and then and they'll have an auction, they'll have entertainment and a dinner, and throughout the weekend they have a rug sale, and we're not talking like twenty dollars for a rug. Like these rugs are like hundreds of dollars, and mm-hmm. they're beautiful and where all you, hand woven. Where do you get a rug for twenty bucks? Like, I don't know. You can't even get a big rug at, no, for twenty bucks at like at uh, Ross, can you? I don't know. Anyways, but like these are hand woven. Yeah. You know, like really fucking nice. Rugs. Yeah. So if you don't want to go to the main event on um, Friday night, both Saturday and Sunday, it's just five bucks to get in. And they have the, you know, jewelry, uh, crafts, the rugs. Um, and then I think they're doing a powwow through the weekend or maybe only on Sunday. Anyways, so it's just really cool. And, you know, it supports uh, those communities. Um, also on the 11th is, will be the first of the winter market. So the downtown farmers market has moved to Rio Grande station. Um, it'll be going last year. It was like every other weekend, but this year they're doing every weekend from 10 to two. And go, so go get stuck with a hypodermic needle and buy some cool crafts. It's more of a swap meet style in that they don't have as much in the way of like food or well, they, no, they still, so you get you, you lose get a, a lot. You lose all your agriculture vendors. Um, you have a lot of a artists. lot of them. There's there's still some, but there are still a lot of like the meats, um, like apples are still in season. Um, the boiled peanuts guy. What boiled peanuts? Boiled peanuts. We live in Utah. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> boiled peanuts. What are you talking about? The boiled peanuts. The, I had them at the, at the farmers market at um, we the farm. Okay, so Wheeler Farm might have boiled peanuts. No, I just I went to Wheeler Farm <laughs> on Sunday, and I didn't see no boiled, boiled peanuts. peanuts. No. He, he, he sold you sheep testicles, dude. Oh. <laughs> he called them but boiled peanuts. But there's an alpaca, <laughs> a, an alpaca that walks they're, they're Actually, he gets them from Her the Humane Society when they do their big fix. Oh. <laughs> so they're like dog and cat testicles. Um, did you guys know that we have a dinner theater <laughs> here in Salt Lake? Oh, yeah, she just fucking goes right on by past that. <laughs> we do. It's called I the Desert Star Theater. No, it's called um, we do the, Desert the Dinner S- Detective. Okay, but the Desert Star Theater no, is also a dinner theater. But it's not an interactive dinner theater. Oh, so like a murder mystery. Yes. So yeah. this is one of like the biggest ones in America, and it's based in West Valley. And so they have a show on the 10th at the Embassy Suites. They make you think it's a murder mystery, but it's just really a murder. Well, because <laughs> it's it, in West Valley. Isn't there, no, no, no. Isn't there a murder mystery place, like the one over in, I guess it's Taylorsville, off like 54th and Redwood in that area? Your, your neighbor's burning some serious garbage. It's choking me out. You plastic? A little plastic? Yeah. No, he, it's, it's wood. He yeah. actually burns wood. There, you should see the fucking wood pile, and you should see the giant fucking wood spiders that come in my house as a result. <laughs> it's prize. They're huge. They're like this fucking big. You guys can't see it. They're like the size of a quarter. That is a quarter for sure. Yeah, they're big. Not like anybody else's, you know, three inches when it's really <laughs> six. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've been thinking I was so small forever. I, wow. It's like three inches and I'm like, 
Fuck, I'm only like half of that. <laughs> She's not even here to defend and you guys, and You guys cannot Jeez. see how big we're making these things. So. <laughs> Jess was holding her arm out a yard apart. It's weird. A like, yard? <laughs> like my body is like not even two yards. <laughs> I'm done with events. To be fair, most people aren't two yards. Six, six foot's pretty tall. Not in this house. Six foot's extremely tall in this house. Well, I know. You said it's... It's pretty tall. Yeah. When you said not in this house. But you said it's rare. Um, it is. Especially Anyways, in this house. I don't know. Especially in this house. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you guys enjoy uh, the anime bonsai stuff. Um, <laughs> we did some fun stuff uh, at anime bonsai. Besides getting to talk to some of our friends like Victor. Um, man, that was a fun show. I really enjoyed going. Did so you? I'd like to go back next year. And I think spend more time there than what we did. We can dress up. Have fizzy drinks that I don't fucking spill all over. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. And take more booze with us because I did not have enough to drink that day. You guys didn't even pull it out. I know. We, we went. Except for the one time. Well, we drank when we went out to the car, too. Oh. So. She got to drink more. I do. It, I feel really fucking old for anime bonsai, though. I got to be honest. It is a pretty young crowd. It, it Like the average age was probably like 12. <laughs> no, I, it, they were young, and I'm guessing like because a lot of them had hotel rooms. I think or like early twenties. Yeah, I, and would I would say. think early twenties to mid twenties, but they look twelve. Like especially in some of those costumes, like well, really, like it's the good Japanese, like whatever they're sucking up is. Apparently, they have a lot of you know hot little fans on both sides of the coin, men and women. A lot of good-looking people there. Just saying. And it feels weird because they look young. And, <laughs> and they were. It's like creepy. <laughs> like I just like, because I see my daughter's friends and there's nothing sexual, like, thought about it at all. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not talking high school daughter because that's even a different story. I'm talking about college daughter, right? It seems so young. Like, you get on the college campus and you're like, oh, this would be a lot. God, they're all just babies. They just, and like, the t- 10 years ago, I was like, yeah, college campuses. <laughs> but now it's like, <laughs> god damn, they're all dumb. They are dumb. They're all really socially dumb. They gotta learn It's that. unfortunate. So, anyway. So, I hope you enjoy, uh, we talked to Crit Killin' and some other people. We had a huge audience. Um, so, hopefully, uh, hopefully you can hear all the background. Yeah, it's, it can. was really fucking loud there, so... <laughs> All right, we are at Anime Bonsai uh, in Davis County. They're like, they're like, oh fuck, we were in the middle of just chit chatting. We don't have a lot of time. We have about forty five minutes left. So, That's calm down, so audience. Calm down. Yeah, you guys need to fucking settle down out there. Hey, you in the back, sit down. <laughs> I really like this. I like this semicircle of chairs in front of us. <laughs> fucking Jeremy. So I'm being positive. Helped you, <laughs> fucking Jessica. <laughs> I might as well just say it, fucking Bree and Chris. I didn't yeah, do I'm anything. Just, I just introduced the. Po- I just introduced the entire podcast. There you go. So, uh, so anime bonsai. This is my first time. I have always. That's our bat. That's our, <laughs> our audience. Are you, are you fucking for real. Crickets. Fucking for real. Fake crickets. I'm writing that down. Fake crickets. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. 
also, I have a friend that does a podcast in San Francisco, and whenever there's like an awkward moment between the two hosts, <laughs> he always puts black crickets on it. It's really funny. <laughs> so it, it is my first time. I know Jeremy's been here before. Um, Jess, Bree, have either of you been here? I have not. Nope. Uh, I will say this. So I'm not a huge anime fan, but uh, I've always wanted to come because I've always been told how fun it is and how great the people are that are here. And I got to say, I have not been let down uh, by either of those those measures. Um, if I liked anime more, I would probably rent a hotel room at, attached to this convention center and be here for three days. The Everybody's just looks happy to be here. Yeah, the cost is really reasonable, too. And the costumes here are amazing. Oh, I mean, costumes. so we keep saying probably 80 to 85% of the people are dressed up. We're the odd ones out because we're not in costume. Yeah, and Jeremy's really the odd one out shirt. because he didn't wear a fucking <laughs> shirt. Uh, so um, for those of you he that don't know what we're talking about, we, we have shirts now. Um, and stickers. So, and stickers. And stickers. And uh, if you want to buy them, uh, let Jess know and then she'll make you one. She does it in her basement in her, in her spare time. <laughs> If we have enough interest, Side we might. Job. If we have enough interest, we might do a run of them and, and sell some. Um, but you know, based on our audience here, I don't think that that's going <laughs> to happen. Are your three quarter sleeves rolled up? I yes, fucking hate three quarter no, sleeves. His three quarter sleeves go down to about right. Here. I thought you were really down. excited about it. I would have gotten something different. I'm no, sorry. I, I like fine. the three quarter. I actually sleeve. don't mind them rolled but up. But his actually goes to right here. Yeah, it's kind of a weird length. It's, so it's like I'm. No, it's, yeah, like it's lower arms. than yours. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's. Mm, I just it's actually we've actually I, thought about maybe just I having like my it. mom hem him up a little bit. I I like short sleeves, fine, whatever. I'm sorry, I don't look like a crappy baseball player. <laughs> Is that they wear three quarter sleeve shirts, don't they? I have no idea. Thing? I don't I watch don't the baseball. I hate baseball. So anyway, so so <laughs> we're here. Uh, we've got a few people that we're going to talk to while we're here. Um, and man, the freaking costumes, the the atmosphere. So first off, there's a small artist alley, which is just a a room, uh, just a fairly small hall that that uh, you can walk. It's kind of the size of this room. Uh, yeah, it's pretty damn close. <laughs> pretty damn close. Uh, and then there's there's a vendor hall, which is a little bit bigger than that, but not by much. Uh, but most of it is is panels and like all kinds of fun panels. So when we first got here, I think the the most the thing that really just made me go, wow, this this has just got to be a ton of fun, uh, is we were walking back to see this room. Uh, they were showing us where we would be setting up. And uh, we walked past a room that was full of some anime meetup group. Uh, and there were like 20... They looked like fancy maids. Yeah, there were like 20 fancy maids that all were wearing pretty <laughs> much the same costume. Fucking dancing. Just having a good time dancing. Doing the same dance. They weren't just like yeah. random dancing. They were doing a dance. It was great. And there was no music. No. They're just dancing. There were, uh, no, I think there was some music. Oh, I don't know. In but their heads. But they're <laughs> hey, I just noticed that room capacity here is 73, so that guy in the back's not going to get a room. Sorry. You'll have to. <laughs> you can't stand, sir. You're going to have to You're gonna have to leave. Sorry. Th- we'll post this. You can listen to it later. <laughs> yeah. If you come open this door over here, I'll let you listen in from the non-noisy hall. Uh Sorry. <laughs> Back to the fancy maze. You broke free. You broke free. <laughs> well, and then and then we walked around and they have a cool video game room that's full of old consoles and like old the real deal. Not well, like and, some real Not just old consoles, old TVs well, and, yeah. too. And we were talking Bree and I were talking, I'm like, mm, that's probably because of the fucking console <laughs> work on a newer TV. 
Like, if you think about it, a lot of the newer TVs don't even have coaxial inputs. Well, and they're the real thing. And they're not those you buy the little joystick that has 30 games programmed no, no, on. No, no. no, they're like real Nintendos. Real Nintendos. Real cartridges. And, and I swear to God, the, the, the helpers, the staff for that room, they're fucking you blowing on the cartridges and like, like slamming them down so the lip <laughs> of them hits the fucking edge of the thing so it'll play. Well, you just like have to put it just in. Just right. in. Or you take yeah. the rubbing alcohol and you put it on the. the hey, did you guys ever? Uh, well, I don't it's know. True. I don't know how Nintendo this time, you guys were. This time you broke Jessica. <laughs> but did you guys? Did you guys ever do the game switch thing with Nintendo that you could do with some of the games? So you would start the game and you'd flip the cartridge out and shove the other one in and start it, and then they would like be overlaid on each other. Whoa, no. Yeah. That's pretty That's cool. That's fancy. Yeah, we, we did that with a couple of games, but Chris, let's talk about the food. Yeah, okay, so we <laughs> went So we have uh, Jeremy's hungry. We have uh, a selection of Asian foods. Um I probably mostly Japanese, I think, right? It is an anime the mochi is. Yeah. So it's I know ja- mochi is, is I think this is all pretty much Japanese. Yeah. This is Diafuku. It's Diaf. <laughs> It is not diet fuck you. Diet fuck you. So what we are going to do today? It's uh, in Japan. We are we're going gonna be to be very unprofessional and eat. Yeah, we're going to eat on the podcast on purpose because we want to have. Jeremy's never had mochi. I have never. And so had. this is uh, diet fuck you mochi. Mochi <laughs> shiro. Diet fuck. I'm going to write that down. Diet fuck you. Mochi. It says rice cake on one side and. Mochi. Red bean cake well, on the other. Mochi is a rice. Thing. Right. So the cake is a is rice, and then the inside is the red, is bean. The red bean. Open it. Stop right, fucking right. looking at it and open it. At least it's in English. Because I got <laughs> I got a couple right other things way. over here. I've got this. Uh, it says "Let's Halloween," and there is no other English on the front of the fucking Let's package. Let's Halloween. Yes, let's. It's a whole bunch of fruit with witch hats on. They're not dressed up. They just have witch hats on. And then on the back. Let's see. There is uh, a little wait, wait, label. Wait. We should re- we should video. Can I re- can I tell you? Do you want to know how mochi is made? So they actually take like a mortar and pestle, and it's just pounded. The rice is yeah. pounded until it creates this like glutinous. Yeah, it's rice flour. Ball of deliciousness. I, I like I like. Uh, it's kind of how rice candy is made. It's okay. very similar. Do you want it? him to eat it while you're talking? Is it similar to rice candy, Jess? Making a video? No. Yes, I am. I'm going to uh, make a video. I like. I like. I'm not doing it. rice candy doesn't have the same like marshmallowy texture. Yeah, I like ice cream mochi. Mochi ice cream it feels like a breast implant. Do you, how do you know what breast implants feel like? I'm guessing. Oh, okay. you're probably right. <laughs> it's a false testicle. <laughs> okay, here I'm going to record this. Okay, ready? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Except for I'm Claire on the other side, and I can't see this. Wow, there's not much dough to that at all. That's like straight bean paste. Is it good? The face. Taste, I can't tell. Tastes like prune. <laughs> That's the red bean. <laughs> That's red bean. Tastes paste. like um. There's nothing wrong with prunes. Prunes are delicious. By the way, not all red bean paste is equal. You prune know that they salad. just call prune. Prune salad. <laughs> well, he's taking another bite, prune so it must not salad. be too bad. I think he's trying to figure out what the fucking flavor is. It's red it's bean. red bean. I do like the sesame balls with red bean paste. They're one of my favorite. It looks like refried beans in here. <laughs> yes. A black that would be black, that would black be the squished, that w- squished red that beans. That would be the uh, squished red beans. It is oddly sweet. Yeah, it's red bean paste. Red bean paste is sweet. It's different. I wouldn't say it's bad. It's it's definitely Brie, different. Brie, try it. Well, I think Jessica bought it for her to try. No, She's had it. Try it. Just take a little bite because you're not getting red bean out of these other things that we got because we got chocolate. So you have to try the red bean paste. And then you can pass it back down to Jess. Like this. 
What? Are you getting, she got some coke on your nose. On your nose. Some of that powdery. You got starch. Did you just blow it on yourself, Jeremy? Yes. Trying to fuck with Bree? I'm good. Go ahead. Eat up. Not bad. You have to eat some. Yeah. Different. I think it's good. I like it. It's and you were afraid of the red bean paste in these rolls. These pastries. I know, but I I just didn't. Whatever. Okay. So do we want to do All right, next the pastries next, or do we want to do the candies? Let's the do the Halloween. Yeah. Let's Halloween. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's Halloween. Halloween. Let me take a fucking picture of this. Hold on. Yeah, you gotta here. post a picture yeah. of it to go along with. Well, I have a bunch of pictures too. We'll have to do like a a multi post. Yeah, a picture. Yeah, so the only English is let's, let's Halloween. Halloween. And then on the back there is a uh, there's a nutrition fact sticker on a it. Sticker. Because they left all the uh, the Asian whatever that is. I don't know, is it Japanese is not kanji, what is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're gonna open it up. So it's all these fruits with witch hats on them, and then there's a picture of what the candies look like, which are just little fucking like circular little, like, discs. Dots. Yeah, they so look like um, I don't know why they look like Werther's candies. You know, with the oh, little yeah, de- indentation in them. Little gum droppy thing. Oh, they fucking smell. Oh, delicious. they're individually wrapped. So there's For your two. Protection. There's two. Fla- there's two flavors. They're not condoms, Jeremy. Keep passing. Oh, they're squishy. Yeah, well, they're, they're gummies. They're gummy candy. So there's two flavors. There's orange and, and purple. You're a dad. Don't you know what a gummy is? Oh yeah. I didn't know they were gummies. There's two flavors: orange and purple. They, <laughs> they look <laughs> like these old sugar-free candies that my mom used to buy for us. Oh my gosh, they nine. do! That they're, my grandma used to eat. They were hard candies. Yes. Hey, let me guess if I can see what these symbols are because there's a whole bunch of allergen. So no eggs, no milk, no wheat, no fucking leaves, no. I bet peanuts, these are full of gluten. Though. Just bone marrow. No shrimp and no crabs. I don't know what this one. No looks. crabs. What, is, what do you think? What is this? I probably know seafood. What is that? No, it fucking is a picture of a crab with an X through it. It's they no just crabs. taste like those fruit snacks, like Welch's fruit snacks. They look like the gummy lifesavers. But they don't have a hole in Well, yeah, because it has a shrimp and a crab. <laughs> the texture's different. No coconut. Is that what that is, a coconut? I don't fucking know. That's what I was asking pretty, you. No, I don't know what this one is, but I think this one's a coconut. No, it's not. It's a peanut. This one is it's not a, a peanut. Penis? Oh, it's because it's got an X through it. I thought there were two little things. Yes, Jeremy, it's a penis. <laughs> well, no penises. It says no. It's so they're they're not too. bad. What's that middle one? Well, I think they're good. But why does all the candy... That's got to be coconut. Why does it always have to have like um, a cornstarch outer peanut. texture? That looks so like they a, don't stick together. It looks like a cobra. They're individually <laughs> fucking packaged. <laughs> so it doesn't stick to the packaging. It's very thoughtful of So them. they're not bad, but they taste like fruit snacks in America, which tells me American fruit snacks, just candy. What's well, Halloween, guys? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to try the last thing now. Or you guys... Oh, you guys haven't finished yet, have you? I'm I'm, yeah, no, I'm done. Eight. I'm done. This one's a mummy, and this one is a little tree that is trick-or-treating. Mine is a, a witch in a cauldron with an apple. And uh, <clears throat> a bunch of grapes with a werewolf. Do they celebrate Halloween in Japan? They can ask them or is this made specially for America? All right, so the well, last thing. I we mean, have. it's based on a Christian holiday, I think, ish. Called Fuki. <laughs> <laughs> so the last thing we have here is a tasty mini bread with a creamy chocolate filling. Is that what it says in the description? Is that the only English on it? Remember those candies we bought at the Asian market that had no English? Yeah, I saw them here. They were good. Now this. The you know what I really like? I still like those green tea caramels. And I never made Jess try one. Have you ever tried the green tea, green tea caramels at the Asian market? That smells nope. Because don't you like green tea? Yep. 
they're really good. Like they're it's the shape of a caramel, it's the smell of a caramel and everything, but it just has a hint of green tea in it. You're holding up the line here. Those, you got to pass it. They have down. kind of a Fuck you. They have kind of <laughs> Happy Halloween, motherfucker. They have no, kind of a King's Hawaiian tray. bread smell to them. Take one they and look pass like it down. Hawaiian rest. That's what but I was trying to do. No, take one, pass the, pass it down. It's okay if you get. Did you wash after you pissed earlier? Yes, then and I have a witness. <laughs> then you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, they're like a king's Hawaiian kind of. They have that kind of. They actually have the kind of the textureish on the outside too. So they had these in in a in a custard. It's like a, a peanut butter and paste. jelly sandwich. Kind of. It's. It, I bet it's good. So this is the chocolate <laughs> one. So we no one's had this before. This is a. No, that's the first Have you? Me. Oh, what? Jess has had the red bean one, didn't you say? Nope. Of these? Oh, I did no. Okay, here we go. We're biting into it. I want to get first impressions before I sink my teeth in. <laughs> Is it poisonous, you guys? Yeah. Did you guys die? It's fun. It's, it's dry. Very dry. <laughs> so it's like King's Hawaiian bread. Yep, pretty much. With chocolate. chocolate. I'm going to take a picture of this thing torn apart here. There's not much difference between this chocolate and the red bean paste. So here's the thing, like, um, sweets anywhere other than America are not sweet. No, nah, they're not nearly sweet. Like, yeah. Mexicans eat fucking lime and chili powder for candy. Right. It's gross. On mangoes. I personally like the On fact everything. that it's not that sweet. I actually think it's kind of tasty. But it still reminds me of a kind of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It still kind of has that prune taste. I think a custard. I love prunes. Shut up. I think the custard and the red bean paste would be fucking fantastic in these. This is definitely the I best. Just don't buy the green tea Kit Kats. They're gross. Yeah. All in all, not bad. No, I could eat a whole package of these. I'm a fat kid. Our cultural experience for the day. Oh, and then Bree, we got to get to your sack. My well, sack. we tried that grape soda too, which was really good. Oh, yeah, with the little ball thingy. and Yep, you put a little ball in it. The fizzer thinger. That's a marble. I, fucking, I slammed the marble down and fucking spill it everywhere. <laughs> it was fizzy. It was so fizzy. And quite sweet. I'm trying not to smack on Mike because it's fucking annoying. It's okay. But I don't care that much. We're, at, we're not professional, remember? Well, I don't get fucking well, paid Well, since we're all eating right now, like, we kind of have to make some sort of a sound or there's, like, no to sound. To be clear, to be clear, I'm in the red on this podcast. I've not made a dime yet, so. <laughs> so we were in the Tell vendor hall. It. And first we saw the... Uh, you already took a picture, right? Babe? We saw the... Uh, yeah. Action figure. So what? You go into this room and they scan you, and then they do a 3D printout action figure of your own person. They were kind of cool. Maybe later. They were pretty tasty. A little odd, kind of cool. But then as we continued on down, um, was Chris? Did you see that first, or was it? Brie? No, Bree found it. So we're walking past this one table that's got tons of normal Japanese anime type stuff. They were playing music and cards and figures and. Uh, Jeremy and Jess are sharing the red mochi. bean paste mochi. But I squished most of the, the red fuck bean. you! Uh, and uh, <laughs> Bree sees these bags. They're just big old brown paper bags. Of course, she's have, bags. Have different signs on them. And the one that she picked out said, Anime thing you can use on your desk. And has a little picture of someone at a desk, I suppose, with something on the desk and the price. And so we asked the guy for it, and he takes the sign off. And I'm like, No, we want the sign too. And, and he, he was, looked at us like we were insane Americans. <laughs> I'm like, he, he was reluctant. 
Yeah, he was. He didn't want to really. I don't think he wanted to give it to us. He didn't want twenty-four dollar. <laughs> he didn't want to have to make a new sign. This took a lot of effort because if you notice on the back, it says "thing you." He started and fucked up and had to flip the paper over. So he's already down a piece of paper now. Well, because they forgot the word anime, so he added yeah, anime thing. But they were all different. This person only has one eye. Well, he's typing quickly. <laughs> okay, so Bree, um, it's a profile. You only have one eye in the profile. What are you doing talking away from the mic? What other fucking bag of shit? So, All right, are you going to... Okay. So. <laughs> Whoa, I... What? I've been spilled upon. Oh, it's great spillage. Pouring Sorry. water all over the one. Oh, they're down there. That's why I don't... So. <laughs> Thanks for the water. <laughs> Just like it. So so Bree bought the bag. Well, Chris Chris bought it for me. And now the, now the uh, moment of anticipation. She's going to open it. Live on our podcast. What is it? It's what? a it's a keyboard mouse pad thing. That is massive. That's the biggest mouse pad I've ever seen. That is like So you put your keyboard on it so you don't have to yeah, have like an actual more. mouse pad. Yeah. More. Oh, there's more. Oh, keep going. Don't spill this one on me. I'm sorry. Don't fucking spill it on the electrical equipment oh in front of <laughs> Oh, it's a wind-up Pikachu. This water's delicious. You can use that at your desk. <laughs> I'm laughing too hard to talk. <laughs> I feel like that that's actually very practical. Just put your keyboard on top of it. Just put your mouse next to it and voila. It says robotics iNotes. I'm sure it's from some fucking anime. As for the science, it may be negative. However, do not forget the thing that there is a scientific side in all the one. The important <laughs> one is true of me, the ruler of my fate, and me, the also also the commander of my soul. It's a picture of a chick running into a garbage truck with some dudes standing around on an iPad. And another dude on top of the garbage truck, and the garbage truck is a transformer, I think. Sweet. Everyone at work is going to be jealous of that. It's Voltron. <laughs> is that not Voltron? It's not fucking Voltron. <laughs> you know what Voltron fucking looks Maybe you like? Should that look is at it. not Voltron. Look that at it from not, afar. No, it's not. It does not look like Voltron. It's at a all. Monet. <laughs> <laughs> back up. Uh, it looks better. No, keep going. I'm uh, telling you. Back up. It looks better. <laughs> so that's what you were saying about my face at a Halloween Expo. To back up. <laughs> you told me to back up. Well, it did look better. Yeah. Well, because the dots up close don't make sense. Your you face is kind of scary up close. And oh. <laughs> just with the dots. Okay, so I'm going to say. Pikachu. I'm going to say this. Pikachu. I'm going to say this about this mat because I've been uh, hoarding, around on, uh, hoarding around on Wish.com lately. Looking for Christmas presents. They have a whole bunch of these. They're like probably $4 and $5 of shipping. So so that was $7. But but do they have these awesome Pikachus with these ball caps on? I don't know. That's actually a really cool looking Pikachu. I'm sure that lady that was pushing the stroller full of Pikachus would love it. 
and her Pikachu child. Because she pat no, it wasn't her Pikachu child. That was somebody else's, and she said anything Pikachu I want, and it was somebody else's kid. She was well, stealing and then, children. And then I saw a giant fucking Pikachu running around. I'm like that. Bitch oh my gosh, she's the him. coolest. I was walking into the game room, so but you don't know if it's a, if, if it's like a man or a lady in that Pikachu. It's Pat the Pikachu. <laughs> you don't know if Pikachu's a man or a lady either. Pat the Pikachu. <laughs> That's amazing. Can we give Pikachu some like curly hair and some like like high waisted pants? <laughs> These ones over here are sad. Who's sad? In this, in this picture. picture. The people oh, on I'm your sorry. The people on your mat are sad. Yeah, they're sad. It's like that girl's mooning them. Whoa, she's, she's facing the other way. Her fucking dress isn't even short enough to see her butt cheeks, dude. How could she be mooning him? Here, pass this down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man, I think I might have fucking unplugged something. <laughs> like recording? Well, Are we good? It looks like one of those happy made people in the background. Yeah, I don't Her know. Dress is way uh, too yeah, it's not right. I am going to require you to use that at your desk, though, at work. You are going to need to put that. I down. think you need to at least for like till after Halloween. Yeah, at least for like two months. We need two months. Christmas time. You got to take some pictures of you sitting at your desk. If you, you you should take pictures of your desk and post them online so people can see one how much of a sweetheart I actually am instead she of thinking does I'm all an the asshole. Time. Have you seen her wall of uh, flower cards? No, I've just seen the flowers. So. Every flower, everything of flowers that I ever send her at work where I have a card, she takes the card and puts it on her wall. That's cool. And then she tried to tell me that she was just reading them because it was sweet, but she really wanted to stay at work a little bit longer the other day. So Friday, I was getting ready to leave, (laughs) and I was putting on my coat, and I realized I hadn't sat and read them for a while. And it's because we have yet another new person at work, and this person I'm not training, but she was sitting with me to see how I did something, and... And so I had my coat on. I had my my Holly Hobby lunchbox out. I had my Star Wars purse. I was all ready to go. And I'm like, I'm just going to read these really quick. And as soon as I finished reading them, Kim got off the phone and he's like, Brenda, are you still home? Because that's how he asks. He's like, are you home? Like, and I'm like, she lives at work. No, it's he just uh, he always used to ask Ashley that too. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, do, do, do. And, he, and I'm like, well, can I do it? Monday because I'm just heading out and he's like oh could you just do this one little part <sighs> yeah <clears throat> so I was like maybe 15 minutes later than I planned on leaving work 15's, that's not horrible 15 is not bad where the hell's my sack dude give it back no we're not going to carry that around in the sack because that can go somewhere else it's way less of a pain in the ass to carry around that sack wasn't a pain in the ass especially if we threw all the other crap in it yeah except you dropped it the things, other things in your hand that you were holding. I dropped bunch. one pamphlet. That was an important pamphlet. No, no, it was fine. It told <laughs> us where things were here at this convention. What else? So I, I am very happy that this convention exists. Um, this is a fucking really fun place. <laughs> That's it. No one gives a shit. You just, are you guys just done? Do I need to just stop recording now? Is no. That, no. Well, wasn't it? We just we were laughing and stuff, and now like all the high is gone, and we've got Japanese candy in we our bellies. And we should have spread this food stuff out a little bit further. That's okay. We've only got eight minutes. They're gonna the crowd control guy is gonna be in here soon to telling us we have sign. ten minutes. Give left. us the sign, and then we're gonna have to tell all these people that they've got to go. <laughs> I mean, we could take questions from the audience. Oh, you guys we want. should. 
We should take a few questions. We have we have almost fifteen minutes left. They're not going to kick us out till seven, right? Or is it to to uh, six fifty or whatever? Well, was like wasn't that. he saying? Wasn't Crit saying they're fifty minutes long? Are these also fifty minutes long? Yeah, I think so. I haven't had a countdown timer yet. I would think they would have given us our ten minute warning. If the crowd wants what the crowd wants. Well, this is a room that switches over though, right? Because it's the podcast room. So yeah, so there's something right. There's something after us. Geek Show would have been in here if they would have showed up. Two podcasts before us. Fucking Geek Show, man, just ditching out on the anime bonsai. They didn't have all their peeps. Whatever. I would have came without you fuckers. <laughs> Jeremy was walking in like he owned the fucking joint, right. and he had no idea what he was doing. But he's just like, I'm, I'm just, just doing it. I'm just going as in. All. Jeremy, Jeremy, yeah. Jer- that's the secret. You just walk in like you own. The it place. is true, and I, I'm happy to give this advice to anyone because no one ever does it. If you look like you know what you're doing, no one stops you. It's true. Period. In this subject. And if you just pretend like you don't hear them, if they try to, they don't chase you very far. I'm, I'm actually convinced that that I am the one that created the Sam's Sam's Club. No longer looks for your fucking membership card when you walk in, and I, I'm convinced it was because of me because I ref use to show them a membership card because i can't fucking buy anything without it so what does it matter if i walk around the damn store jeff said that costco doesn't look anymore either nope they don't it's because sam's club stopped because of me like we had remember when we were first doing it a few years ago and and like the lady there was would, one late there's this one like lady though that chris hates halfway down the whenever she store. does the checkout thing at the end he like moves the cart like he pushes it back All and right. forth so yeah that's the other thing about the membership club about and costco does the same fucking thing Check but cards. when when you buy all your shit right through a checker that has to ring everything up, they look at your card to make sure you didn't sell anything. Now, if you've ever been into a Sam's Club or a Costco, you cannot get out the exit easily, especially not with a cart full of shit, without going through a check stand. And if the check stands aren't open, they're blocked off with a fucking row of carts yep. every time. So why do they have to stare in your cart? And fucking count the 300 items you bought on your $500 shopping Well, now that there's self-checkout and Sam's Club has an awesome app that you love so much. And here's my favorite thing about that. They don't fucking scrutinize the items in my cart and that's the time I can fucking steal. They're not judging you. Like it doesn't. So I buy like $300 worth of shit. They count all 20 items that are in my cart. That's really probably more like the ratio in Sam's Club, right? They count all 20 items. If I go through and I use the self-checkout app, the lady scans it and she's like, whatever, fucking go. (coughs) And I could have stolen so much shit because a lot of times now, I mean, we buy even more through the self-checkout app. So, yeah, I hate those fucking bitches at the beginning and end of Sam's Club. <laughs> and it's always the old bitches. And there's like... So no, because there's that one young girl that actually knows how to use the thing. And, and guess what she does really well that none of the others don't? She doesn't fucking have 20-minute long conversations about something that's in their cart that she's always wanted to try. This lady one time told us that we shouldn't put our potato chips on top of... What was it? Oh, no. So we got a rotisserie chicken from Sam's Club, and it was sitting in the cart, and... She made us wait so she could go get a box to put the chicken in and put the chicken on the bottom of the cart so it didn't get our tortilla chips soggy that are in a fucking sealed bag. Those people are lonely. I'm like, <laughs> what? Fucking kidding me, you dumb bitch. And she wouldn't <laughs> let us sleep. She wouldn't let us sleep. She went and got a box. Oh, that old lady in the back left. <laughs> That's because I fucking hate old people. <laughs> 
fucking sand. Jessica floor. hates the kids and Chris hates the old folks. <laughs> I just don't fucking understand it. It's just it you 30 odd people. You, you, people in your 30s, you just have trouble with people who are just old and young. Jeremy and I, are, we're good. We're all good. We're good. It's easy going. <laughs> Once you hit 40, you just, just don't, don't care give a anymore. Shit. Stop fucking caring. Just don't care. <laughs> so that's what I've got looking forward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, anything else about this place? I mean, we got some. We got a few minutes. You know what I just realized is that Jess and Chris are like their birthdays are right next to each other, and they're the same age. And you and me, our birthdays are right next I'm, to each other, and we're the same age. Who's <gasps> older? Are you older than Jeremy? No, Jeremy's an old man. I'm older by like 13 days, something like that. I don't know. I'd have to do math. I, let's see. You're the 29th. Jess, are and you? I, and there's two days, and then I'm the 11th. So, yeah, 13. Are days. you a year younger than me, Jess? Or are you the same age? Yes. I a year. You're full of shit. Look at her. She's got this shit eating well, You're older face. than you, but thank you. <laughs> yes, I'm a year younger. Yeah, you're the baby. Whatever, that's I'm why we don't. That's why we try not to listen to you. I'm very always often. the baby, and I'm always the most mature in the entire situation. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, by that comment alone. Yeah. I think we might try to talk. To some, we saw. We saw our friend uh, uh, Sine. Is that his, how you Victor? say it? Victor. Victor. It's Victor Sine, right? Oh, his last name. I don't know what his last name is. I can't remember. Am I saying it right? I think it is. I don't remember. I probably fucked it up on the episode too. Um, we talked to Victor, the cosplayer, uh, who lives like five minutes away. Uh, no Mark and Brandy here, though. I'm disappointed. Yeah, they're coming later. It's his brother's birthday. Uh, she would. I bet they would have come and sat in here with us. <laughs> well, we'd have had to save him a seat. Yeah, <laughs> but if we didn't know they were coming, we'd have made sure. You could have. You could have added two seats to the center of this fucking semicircle you made. <laughs> What's, I what's take a picture the, of so What's with these two seats over here? That's what I want Those know. are the people that were talking to each other and, and got up and left because they and were offended so by just, you. They just left the seats <laughs> cockeyed because they'd rather fucking talk to each other than listen to our podcast. Yeah, they don't care. Mm. They're honey badgers. <laughs> huh, honey badgers don't give a shit. <laughs> so do we call it a vapor audience then? Is that how we refer to it? Vapor audience? Yeah, they're not really there. <clears throat> It's a podcast. Nobody knows how many people are in this room. It's true. There's 50. <laughs> do now. 73. <laughs> <laughs> it says on the sign right over there. You have to take us out of that. I need to go look in those. Sim- I'm going to go look in those Similac things. <laughs> you going to go look in the fucking baby formula things? <laughs> She's just going to go break into shit. They're not going to invite us back now. She's like running for some reason. She did buy horns, though. They're pretty cool. She did buy some devil horns. She's opening up the Similac container. It's Similac. It's Similac in the Similac. Yeah, weird, that. weird. An em- empty baby formula containers uh, with old baby formula. And she's just going to keep fucking opening them. Like, they're going to have something different in them. This is <laughs> not very entertaining podcast stuff, I don't think. She's running back to say goodnight. Because we got to wrap this up because our handler's going to be coming to get us soon. That's true. Uh, we probably should wrap this up. There's nothing in there but empty Similac containers. You guys lied to me. There's some hungry babies. No one lied to you. We told like you. even the little scoops are still in there. Yeah. No, 
I you said, guys all told me that there were things I in there. I said stuff. He told me that there was like tape and stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> and you fucking believed him? <laughs> You'd say no. it. Like, no. Someone stick tape in a no, I baby didn't, formula. No, I didn't. I didn't believe him. But there's actually like, like, you know what's like they're not even cleaned out. Like there's actually still. You could like, like a powder container f- and you'd be full. I think. Uh, I think the panel that, that was be in nasty. here before us. One of the challenges they had in their little game was to eat a whole thing of baby formula. <laughs> Dry. Yeah. They had they had an audience. Well, that's why there's like not the a lot of water. Chal- is that like, the, like cinnamon the cinnamon challenge? The Similac challenge. Maybe they just got confused <laughs> and they thought everybody was saying. It's Similac. a good thing our daughter doesn't listen to this show because she'd probably fucking try that one too. Keep that in your face, Bob. My- <laughs> <laughs> Have I told you guys that our daughter did the cinnamon challenge twice? Yes. Because the first time went so well. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with her? I don't know. All right, I, I think that's it. I mean, yeah. Well, the other end of this convention center is a bar, so that's probably where we're headed. Yeah, we started there. We might as well finish there. That's where Brandy said the best is. Oh, speaking of, uh, we should uh, probably get a shot or two in, huh? Well, we could. With some of our audience members? <laughs> yeah, come on up, guys, if you want a shot. <laughs> All right, so we're here with Sherry Allen. Uh, Sherry, how long has Anime Bonsai been going on? Uh, this year is our 13th year. Uh, it started at the uh, Salt Lake Community College uh, about, let's see, that would be t- uh, 2005? I'm bad with math. <laughs> I'm having a hard time looking. I like to look people in the eyes when I talk to them, and your contacts and your eyelashes are really tripping me out, so it's hard <laughs> to look in your eyes. Why do you think you guys have been able to be successful and around for so long? So Anime Bonsai was one of the first anime conventions in Utah. So um, the club that created it had to drive eight hours to the next closest anime convention in Denver. And they, they kind of looked at it and said, we can do this. We can do this, right? <laughs> and so it, that's just kind of how it, it started. And it just kicked off and, and kept going from there. So we, we've actually been talking as we walked around, and we feel somewhat out of place because we're dressed in street clothes, and I would say like 80-plus percent of the people here are dressed up. Has that been something that has evolved over the years, or has it always kind of been that way? Um, cosplay has actually been really big since the beginning. Um, I would say just in general for most anime conventions, that's one of the big things. It's, it's a lot higher on the agenda for the attendees, um, as opposed to things like Comic-Con and a lot of the, the geeky conventions, um, because cosplay contest is one of our biggest, co- uh, competitions. Uh, and it's just fun to dress up. It also helps that for Bonsai, we're in October, we're close to Halloween, get in the, the feel of it. So I was here three years ago, I do believe, um, and it seemed just as packed. However, what would you say attendance-wise? How does this show rate with other years? Uh, we're pretty much in a line uh, with previous years. Uh, we, we haven't seen a lot of growth the last few years, but we're very steady. How many people do you estimate you get, or do you know? Do you have those numbers? So we usually have uh, between 3,500 and 4,500 unique attendees. So if somebody buys a, a three-day badge, that's considered a uni- unique attendee. Um, most conventions look at it uh, turnstile. So a person who buys a weekend badge would be considered three different people for each individual day. <laughs> I see. So do you keep track of individual then? Like how many people come just for one day? 
We do, actually. Um, our system registers how many people are here each day. So if they only buy a single day badge, they only show up in our system for that day. It helps us line control as well as make sure that we ha- we don't go over capacity for the center itself. Because you don't want to get shut down by the old fire marshal. No, no, definitely not. Also, um, with our licensing for our view- viewing rooms, our viewing rooms are actually open to the public until we hit center capacity, at which point right now we have our security and our badge checkers at the panel doors, at the event doors. If we ever get close to that capacity where we have our red flag, we'll move those securities out to the outer doors so that you only get into the center if you have a badge. That's cool. So one question that a lot of people ask, and I'm sure you've heard it before, how come you don't move it to a bigger facility? So right now, we're still within about a 1,000 of the capacity here. The DCC, the way that they have their rooms set up for our panels, our events room, um, the flow works very, very well for us. Um, Some of the bigger uh, venues don't have a lot of the smaller breakout rooms that we have for panels. We have over 100 hours of programming, so... To be moved to a center like that, we would have to cut a lot of that programming out, which would make people not want to come as much. Gotcha. Because I know that's one thing a lot of people have asked. Oh, how come they don't move it to a bigger? I'm sure they'd get people if they moved to a bigger location. Well, and we ha- we are looking at our future plans, um, our three-year plans, our five-year plans, uh, and to see what places are available. And really, at this point, there's only one or two places that are, and they are a lot bigger. They're also a lot more expensive. It's going to say, yeah, you go bigger, it costs more. And we are a not-for-profit, so um, all of the funds from everything from our vendors' hall, paying their booth fees, all of the attendees, go right back into the costs. Um, we are all volunteers here. Nobody gets paid. That's actually really cool because it just shows your level of passion. Oh, definitely. Um, most of the staff we have, um, our board of directors actually is a, also a founders board. Um, so they're still with the convention. Some of our judges in the cosplay contest are our founders. They're still with the convention. Um, and it's, it's very much a friend and family atmosphere, which also leads into the convention itself. And you can feel it. And a lot of the attendees also feel it. So I have one more question for you. Why anime? Because I like anime. <laughs> Why not anime? <laughs> What's your favorite anime? Um, I'm, I'm going to have to say Inuyasha. <laughs> That's my favorite of all time. It changes a little bit with the, the newer ones, um, but yeah, my go-to is Inuyasha. Well, thanks for talking with us. We appreciate it. You're welcome. We are here with Victor at the Anime Bonsai's. Victor, what do you think? This is your first time, right? Yeah, it's my first time. Um, I think it's... I'm being really honest here, right? <laughs> It's us. Come on, be honest. It's, it's fun to dress up again. It's just kind of very unorganized. <laughs> but no, I'm having a good time just because like almost everyone that I know who cosplays up north is here. So it's like a little more intimate yeah. setting. This is your territory, huh? Yeah, I live like 10 minutes away from here. So I might come back later tonight. <laughs> well, that's one thing that we've all noticed that it, it is very intimate. And unlike Comic-Con... We're the odd man out because we're not in costumes. Like, probably 85% of the people here are dressed up. That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. But, yeah, literally <laughs> everyone's dressed up. And it's the whole spectrum. There's some amazing stuff. There's some eh, stuff. But it's all pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's all pretty cool. I've even seen some people uh, dressing up not as anime characters. So I'm like, oh, I guess I can come as my Black Panther. And people will be really confused. But it's fine. <laughs> So, no, it's fun. I think it's any opportunity to, like, dress up. And it's October, so we can do Halloween and we got another option. 
kill, kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. No, I was thinking when I was driving here that people were like, there's got to be some sort of an, like Halloween thing going on. I always get really self-conscious when I'm driving to a con just <laughs> because like, I know they're looking at me. I know they're looking at me. That's when you just own it and wave. <laughs> I, by the time I'm like walking, I'm just like, whatever. Like, there's so many nerds in Utah and I already stand out being black that like, <laughs> it's fine. I have no idea what you mean. <laughs> oh, I just no. said I have no idea what you mean. No, yeah. Yeah. That's just how it is. <laughs> so are you here all three days or no. just, just, just a one day? Well, I just got here about an hour ago. I wasn't here yesterday. Um, I don't know. It's just so accessible that I'm like, maybe I'll go tomorrow. Oh, there's a Final Fantasy meetup, and I'm dressed up as Waka from Final Fantasy X. It's tomorrow at 3, so I'll be here at 3 o'clock. But I don't know if I'll be here before 3 o'clock or after 4, but uh, maybe. Well, very cool to see you. Um, yeah, this place is crazy. It's cool, but crazy. Yeah, and apparently you can just like walk on in because the security sucks, so you don't have to pay for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for chatting with us. <laughs> All right, we are here with uh, Crit, uh, Crit Killen, right? Right, Crit Killen. Did I say it right? You uh, did. Okay. Spelled it wrong, but said it right. Yeah. Well, I didn't spell it wrong. I <laughs> typed it wrong. And uh, when you're saving a file name, it doesn't generally autocorrect, <laughs> so... As if it would autocorrect from cruit to crit? Yeah, I don't know it would. Probably not. It would probably try to autocorrect crit. Oh, yeah, to something. Like critical or crite or I don't know. Or a cruit is a vessel to hold wine or water for the Eucharist. That's probably why I'm well, the only one that knows what I'm, it is. I'm, I'm going to be a cruit later tonight. I'm going to be a vessel that holds wine. <laughs> I don't think fire water and holy water are the same thing, crit. I, I do. <laughs> I think they're the same. Uh, so we are actually at Anime Bonsai, uh, and Crit happens to be here as well, uh, talking about you know how awesome he is. It, it, that doesn't, yeah, I don't have much to say there. It, it goes by quick. Do you do anything other than talk about yourself in your panels? <laughs> Man, <laughs> that that I mean, there. How can I? There's no. There's only one answer. I mean. There's a lot no, of good I answer. talk. It's, it's all about me. I mean, enough about you, more about me. No, that is actually. Did you rehearse that? That's awesome. No, just I just talk right all. Now. We're, we're completely unrehearsed. There's uh, yeah. no. I talk all about myself, and you know what's interesting is that as much as we all like our, well, hopefully we like ourselves. I get really tired of hearing my own stories over and over, especially if you have a couple panels back to back and you're giving a lot of the same uh, material and stuff. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm sick of myself, you know? Well, this crowd is going to be excited to hear everything you have to say. Yeah, they're all awash with anticipation. You should have seen the line outside of the door. Is it intense. It was for the fucking what? cosplay <laughs> No, there's a bathroom right next to this room, uh, so I think it's to the bathroom. <laughs> you know, that's one thing. Uh, the bathrooms here are not hot and steamy. They are clean. <laughs> like, have you ever been to the bathroom? You at haven't Comic-Con been at Comic-Con at, at recently. Or a Rio Tinto Stadium game. <laughs> oh, my game. God. That is true, too. Oh, hot, steamy. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty impressed. Because, I mean, look, we talked to, I don't remember what her name is, but we talked to someone earlier, and, you know, 4,500-ish people, they think, 35 to 4,500, somewhere in there. Sherry Allen, I think. And that's a lot of people for this convention center. It's not that big. Uh, but to have the bathroom stays nice and clean and shiny as Like Disney clean? Yeah, Disney clean. Sweet. I would not call the bathrooms at Disneyland clean either. 
Maybe you just went to the wrong bathroom. <laughs> Have you met Chris? He goes to the bathroom all the time. He probably went to every single bathroom in Disney. Disney bathrooms are immaculate. Uh, maybe for ladies. Which is unusual for ladies. At least they don't have troughs. Well, I guess I'm going to have to go to the bathroom now so I can see. Just to see. I'm just saying they're much cleaner than what I would expect at a convention center with the big convention. He cuts down the like, why the hell did I get invited to talk to you Wait, <laughs> why, are we, why are we talking about Davis County Convention Center bathrooms? This Their water's good, though. This water. Their water. Pretty good. They did just remodel the hotel here, so maybe they did the bathrooms as well at the convention center. See? So... Self-cleaning, maybe? I don't know. Possibly. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> Crit, why are, why are you here? I mean, is this the first time you've been to this convention and they just invited you off of a whim? Or do you know some of the folks that run it? What what brought you here? Um, I know one person here, uh, Worky. I'm not sure if you know who Worky the Chocobo is, Steve mm-hmm. Nunez. I read his bio in the uh, big okay. pamphlet thing because I thought the Chocobo concert sounded fun. Yeah, and so we've been friends for a while, and this is an anime convention, right? And it's very Japanese-oriented anime, or obviously oriented. Um, and so I'm kind of like the token different guy. So it's <laughs> anime, it's a lot of voiceover actors are here. Uh, you know, uh, it's amazing how many uh, Americans, I guess, is would actually voice the characters in the in, in these animes. And so... They thought, well, okay, to shake it up a little bit or have a little bit of a balance, we'll bring in a guy who's worked in Hollywood, who's done special effects and that type of thing, art direction, and and that will give a little bit more uh, rounded type of approach to this. So they're heavy, heavily into voiceover, voice acting, and then get someone who's got maybe a background more in hands-on creation and and stuff of traditional films. So you're like the anime guy, the one anime guy at Comic-Con. Exactly. I'm the one. Just in reverse. It's in reverse, yeah. <laughs> and they've made sure that they announce that quite often, that we're here to talk about voice animation and voiceovers, and maybe if someone has a question for Crit. <laughs> <laughs> Questions for Crit. Dun, 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 dun. Well, yeah. I mean, for those of you that don't know, Crit uh, has been in Hollywood doing set design for how many years? I mean, you're going to date yourself, so be uh, Yeah, I'm probably the oldest one at this convention since 1980-ish, 80, 81. The first movie you worked on? Blade Runner. The original Blade Runner. The folks. original Blade Runner. The real so one. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> the only Blade Runner. Um, so, yeah, so I started that with uh, doing design work mainly for that uh, concept. Uh, in the opening sequence and stuff where the kind of the look and the feel of of that what that world would be like. Um, there's a there was a futurist or uh, artist futurist type person named Sid Mead, uh, still alive, uh, that that came that was brought in to do that, and so we were I basically kind of apprenticed under him in that beginning part. So, so and since then, I mean, you were saying you've worked from a, a set prop special effects kind of role, like eighty something films, eighty yeah, eighty five, eighty seven, something like that. By the way. I remember Meet the Deedles. You do? I do too. Yeah, it's uh, the, one of the one of the very first movies, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Did, Is that right? Yeah, did music for Meet the Deedles. Really? Yep, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Wow! Did this? Did one of the main songs for Meet the Deedles? Really? Yep. And that's what brought me to Utah was that movie and kept me here. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? So I, it was funny because when we were sitting in that panel that you were doing earlier, you kept mentioning old movies that 
that we've all seen. Doubted anyone in the room would have <laughs> that had we've all seen. seen. I mean, we're we're all in our late thirties and forties. Not late 40s, thank you very much. Well, late, late 30s <laughs> and early 40s, is that better if I clarify? Yes, please. Thank you. But every movie that you had mentioned, I, I've clearly seen. They're movies I grew up on, most of them. So. Well, and, and a lot of those movies, actually maybe most of the movies I worked on, have all held up over time. Yeah, and interestingly, several of them have been remade. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like Blade Runner. Like obviously. Blade Runner, which we were talking about a little bit earlier. That so. is not a remake. It is an addition to. Thank mm, you. Yes, I guess so. Actually, you're That's right. True. Which answered some question, raised other questions, you know, and so. So, and and I mean, for those of you that aren't familiar with Crit, and I don't want to go through all your movies unless you really want well, to. Well, we'll get we'll get him on for like a real actual a, a couple real hours. Idea? Yeah, where he has more yeah. time. Yes, where <laughs> he has more time. He's not to... waiting to go get some food. Somewhere. Right. <laughs> um, he he's worked on movies like Beetlejuice and Aliens, Predator, Friday the Thirteenth, not Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know. Have you worked on Friday the 13th as well? No, I didn't do that. On a competing franchise? Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. Hey, who did the... Do you remember the Puppet Master movies? (laughs) I do. (laughs) And who did those? Do you know? Well, you know, I mean, I think I knew that at one time, and I just don't remember. There were a lot of great... I mean, just a ton of great artists, because I kind of use that analogy of uh, the Old West... The Old West really only lasted about 15 years, right? You know, the real heyday of what we think of as a cowboy. Um, And... And the special effects movies or that time frame of movies, like from the 80s up to about 1995-ish, I think, when Toy Story came out, that was that heyday. It was like a little era in time, like the cowboy era. And it came, and it was just incredible, and then it just ended, just like, you know, like Jesse James gets on his horse and turns to ride off into the sunset, and a car drives by. That era ended, and movies with Toy Story and you know the Abyss. I mean, it slow. It came in a bit slowly and then picked up steam, but then it just was over. And so there were a lot of great. I mean, I off the top of my head, there's like David Beekler, and there were uh, Screaming Mad George. It was, uh, you know, people would know him from that time. So there were a lot of them, and I can't remember who Todd Masters and and guys that are far above me. You know. Um, Steve Johnson, they did don't, that. Don't so. sell yourself short. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they did, you know, I mean, there was, it, there was so much work going on is where I'm going that they were just, uh, a, I mean, it was a small group, but it was a definitely, a, you know. A, a well, it's interesting because I think about, you know, you take, think about movies today and their special effects. There are so many that are, are CGI. Right. Like the vast majority now are CGI. They'll finish mm-hmm. filming a movie and send it overseas for a year for them to develop all the CGI for it. Um it, but back in those days in the 80s and 90s, if you think about all the movies that were coming out, you know, even kind of the really crappy ones like like Trimmers and right. Critters. <laughs> and I'm a hey, huge. What's wrong with Trimmers? I love Trimmers. I'm a huge. I do too. With Critters. But I, and I'm a huge, I'm a huge like B-rate horror movie. The Troll franchise. Yeah, the, troll. Know, the lepre- <laughs> yeah. Leprechaun. You mm-hmm. know, those kinds of movies. And you think about all the effects that are in those movies, and those were all very practical, real special effects and makeup. Chuds. Right. Chuds, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were. I like some B-rate horror <laughs> movies. <laughs> and what's great about those movies is that, well, what was great about that time, that era in time, is that you... um you had to physically figure out every single thing. Like we were talking about, uh, they did a, a shot where the camera starts up really, really high and comes down in a particular film and comes down low, it comes down low, low, and then 
comes all the way down to ground level, and then the camera starts moving forward. And it's like, okay, we had to figure out a guy has to be on a crane 100 feet in the air, and it has to come down. And so that means he had to be harnessed, and there had to be somebody with him to unharness him. And then he had to, at the right moment, step off and start walking so that it's all seamless. Or if an arrow flies across a set, all of that stuff has to be figured out. It had to be figured out with wires and levers and air rams or something. It had to be completely physically created and then executed. It had to work where now you push, and I'm not saying it's not good, but I'm saying you push a pixel around, you don't have to deal with gravity, you don't have to deal with someone getting cut or hurt or, you know, your the prop falls on them. I think one of the perfect examples of this, and it's not a movie you worked on, I don't think, but in Indiana <laughs> Jones, um, where they open up the the Holy Grail, or not the Holy Grail, the, oh, what am I thinking of? The, the Ark of the Covenant. Right. Oh, yeah. The Ark of the Covenant. When they open it up and the guy's face melts. Right. So we watched that a little while ago and my kids are like, that is so lame. And I'm like, no, what you don't understand <laughs> is... You don't get it. <laughs> when that so came out... Worse. That was just amazing. Well, and it's like Hitchcock movies. If you watch the birds... On the wires. On the wires and they you can tell they've been spliced in or however it is. At the time, that was cutting edge and fantastic. And that's what your kids are saying is that, oh, that looks so lame because we can do it so well now with, with CGI... But that's a skull that some artisan sat and sculpted wax on yeah. top of and painted and all of it. And then the right amount of heat at the right speed, at the right angle, at the and right the lighting. stop motion every... Stop to, motion. To, to get the whole effect. And, and I still think it looks cool. I do too, right? <laughs> I mean, I love Planet of the Apes, the new ones. It's fine. Oh, those are but, great. But, and the, 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 the gorillas, the apes are all realistic because it's CGI. But man, it still did not move me like the, the, the original ones with rubber masks. God, ma- the makeup was so great in the originals. Right. In, in yeah. You could, re- so I don't know, somehow it's relatable, but. Well, it's like, I mean, you think about some of the stuff like Independence Day, the first one, mm-hmm. those explosions and the models that they built to just blow right. up. Like, how, that's awesome when, when they still do that kind of stuff. I I, yeah, I think so. And like I said, those explosions, somebody's sitting there going, okay, how do we get enough to breathe to make it look real? Because it's miniature. And so you have, and detail is everything in miniatures. And so, you know, how do you get everything to fly? Do you have enough material? Because a real explosion, things are being pulverized. And a small explosion, you don't, you can't pulverize concrete with a sm- small explosion. So, you know, you had, you know, add tons of cork and just everything to make that look realistic and then splice that in with live action. So, yeah. Well, and, okay, I got to ask you this because you've, you've created so many of these, these props and, and, and special effect pieces. How does it feel when you do all this work just to have it destroyed? You know, that's funny. No one ever used to ask that question. Now everyone's asking that question. It's really interesting. And I actually had to kind of sit back and think about it. Um, my son and I have a little toy business and we sell toys online. And 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 we, I know from that, it's like when we first started, you make this incredible thing. And plus I make it with my son. And then someone buys it and then we're like, Oh no, we have to ship it out. It's this little baby that we made, this thing, this, we have to now give it away to somebody. And so when I started getting that question asked me, I had to really start thinking about it. And there was, there, and, and there was like, it's kind of a dual answer. One is, you, it is kind of, I mean, you make this amazing building or this amazing thing and then it just gets obliterated and you're like, wow, I spent like a good portion of my life on that thing. <laughs> but then on the other hand, the real end result is 
the scene or the shot that you're going for. So, you know, if if this massive explosion or this this destruction of this thing that you've made is what is supposed to happen, then when that scene comes off really great, it's the destruction of it is really the end goal. So you still feel good about it, but you have that teeny little thing for a second that goes, oh, wait a minute. Man, I, you know, I glued that on there and I carved that into there and I made this cool little emblem that's there. And so for just that split second, you go, oh, but then when the shot is so fantastic, then it's like, okay, it, it died for a greater purpose. And, you know, and so it feels good again, but. Well, then you have like the snake that just got tossed in the garbage. It got tossed in the garbage. My friends, <laughs> I'm blown away by the cost of that thing. By the way, a quarter million dollars. So we're talking about the snake from from uh, uh, Nightmare. No, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah, the very first snake. Well, it's because Michael Keaton wasn't cast. Like I was saying earlier, uh, he wasn't cast at the time. And part of the Beetlejuice story is that he he takes these different kind of like incarnations. Um, but you you still have to know that it's him. And so because he wasn't cast, we had to move forward with all the, to stay on schedule, we had to start making everything. And so we just made a snake, because that's what the script said, that it was a snake. But then, of course, it needed to look like him. And at that point, when he was cast and the snake didn't look like him, it was far more expensive and time-consuming to fix that one than it was just to scrap it, stop where we were, which was almost basically done, and then hire a stop-motion animator to come in on that. Yeah, do clay on it. And, of course, it looked like him. He had big bulging eyes. And you could tell it was still him, and it was cartoonish, and it was fun. But, yeah. Um, Yeah, so that just, I mean, that's just gone. But also with Nightmare on Elm Street as well, when we were through filming that, they were just done with that giant Freddy snake. Imagine if somebody would have kept a hold of that, what that kind of stuff would be worth now. Well, I'll tell you, we got it out of the trash. The Freddy snake? The Freddy snake. And we put it in the back of my friend's pickup truck, Steve Patino. And I worked on that, making the mold and, and casting it and, and all that stuff. And uh, and we were going to bring it home. And we were finished filming, I don't know, like midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning or something. So we're driving home, and it blows out of the back of the oh, pickup no. truck. So there's so a you, giant, like, penis yes. falling on the ground. Yes. Because it looks very, very much like a penis. Yeah, and exactly. And that's a whole story. You can actually Google that type thing. But now you have this giant Freddy penis snake, if you will, on the freeway. <laughs> But even at midnight, one o'clock in the morning, and you know, there's enough traffic. Well, that, that thing was obliterated. I bet. Oh, and by the time we could find like an opening and get out three <laughs> lanes over to get it, it was just completely. I mean, it had been run over dozens of times, and so we kept it and tried to, you know. But it was there were pieces everywhere. But we actually, when they threw it away, we weren't thinking other than the fact that oh, that's we ought to just take it back to the shop and hang it up, yeah. you know. And because we would do that, we would keep... And people could come in the shop and be like, why do you have a giant what? dick hanging from the ceiling? <laughs> well, giant dicks work here, so why not have one from well, the ceiling? we've got this movie that we're thinking about in years yeah. uh, called The Watchmen, where we're going to have a dude with a giant blue penis on screen. There you go. Yeah. Just thinking ahead of time. So, But yeah, it, we actually did salvage that one because, I mean, it was like, why would they throw this away? It's amazing, you know. Imagine the garbage man, like who got to. Oh my gosh! Like just keeping it. It's like, what you got today, Fred? I don't know what it is, but it's gonna be but worth something. That's right. I would think so. And it really wasn't until Planet Hollywood came along, as I've said before, that really con- people began to concentrate on saving things, at least as far as I can remember, so that you can look at them long after the movie's over. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, and now movie memorabilia is huge. Right. And now memorabilia, photographs. I mean, everybody can, you know, take a picture with your phone and have a record of all this. And 
Yeah, I look at some of the stuff they try to sell on like Pawn Stars. Some of the replica yeah. stuff, some of the props from, from films mm-hmm. from 40 years ago. And it's just wild the kind of prices people pay for that stuff. Because some are. of it is just, I mean, it's just foam latex. Like, or it's, right. it's just well, that's styrofoam what it is. that's been carved. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. It's worth so much. Yeah, but it's also memories, too. Yeah. Well, and it's art, right? So right. people pay millions of dollars for really ugly paintings. <laughs> <laughs> and which is just canvas and oil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Mona Lisa is like an eight by ten. Is it really? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's tiny. tiny. It's like really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my gosh. I didn't know that. You knew, Very right? Small. And then who was it? Who was it? Was a couple of weeks ago or last week Jeremy had compared something to a Monet and everyone's like Oh yeah. A really expensive work of art. I'm like, like, no, no from they're no, ugly as shit up Pretty close. far away. No, ugly. from a distance, you <laughs> look great. But when you get it up close, it's a face off. Yeah, they didn't get that. Huh. It was sad. Really? It's sad when you have to explain your jokes. Hey, did you get to meet the face off people when they were here last year and you were you were at the uh, Halloween Expo as well? I did just briefly, yeah. Those, Those guys are amazing. They're great to talk oh, to Oh, yeah. And talented because... Because I, I thought, I don't know, I, I watched the show and I'm like, that's eh, not really, at first I was thinking that's not indicative of the way it is because if you need to pull an all-nighter or three all-nighters in a row, you just do it. And, the and uh, you know, they let me know, no, when it's done, it's done. You don't get to work on it all night or something. You have to work on it within the time frame, which made my respect for them go up even higher that they can turn out that kind of work uh, under such a limited time constraint. I mean, because we would just work all the time. It was just more caffeine, you know, and 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 just burn the midnight oil, and and they had to stop. So the fact that they can do the stuff that they've done was really pretty cool. How much crossover during your career did you have with makeup artists? Because you've made a lot of uh, a lot of special effects pieces that are are prosthetics or part of costumes. How much? How closely did you work with makeup artists and some of that? Well, a lot of times you just became the makeup artist, but um, but yeah, you work closely with all the departments because if you do this, whatever you do, there's usually someone that's going to touch it after you've done it. And so you usually have to collaborate with them because if you've made, say, just the skin of something, you made the skin of a mask, a head or something, someone's going to put the, the robotronics in it. They're going to put the skull, the, the fiberglass understructure. Um, you know what I mean? So you're going to be working at least with that person. So if you're doing all of that, then the next step would be makeup. Then you're working with that person because, um, you know, you've got areas that are going to move or not move. And so some of that's all going to come into play on on the shadowing or they need to put more here or there, uh, depending on it. But what was amazing about that time as well is that uh, you would just get called upon to do whatever. I showed up at the set one time and the still photographer had not shown. Right. I don't know. Whatever. And uh so I always had my camera with me, and so the director saw that I always brought a camera. So he just said, hey, would you would you be the still photographer? We need a still photographer. We'll pay you the rate. We'll do the whole thing. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll be the still photographer. And it was, I can't remember the film, but it had Jenny Auguter, I think is the way you say her name. She was the nurse in American Werewolf in London. She was, the, oh, actually the movie was Dark Tower, the original oh, okay. Dark oh, yeah. Tower, not the one that just, and so I was the set photographer because the guy just, I don't know, he just quit. So it's like, am I a, a set photographer? No, but I mean, I can take, I'm decent taking pictures. So, it, you know, it's like, okay. And then someone else said, oh, who, you know, can you come over and be the set photographer for our film? I heard you were over on this other <laughs> film. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. So it's like, if I don't put the brakes on this, I'm going to end up a set photographer here. <laughs> 
Um, and and so what I'm getting at is the same way with makeup. It's the same way that I got into d- doing weapons. And so for a while, I've done a lot of film and weapons and pyrotechnics and flipped cars with, you know, I did squibs and bullet hits and all. And it's like, that's not what I started out to do, but they had a need for it. And you, or, or someone, the actual guy with the license was there that needed an assistant. So you do that a couple of times and people hear about it. And now you, you're like going towards this whole <laughs> different direction. And you started and what it was, what was great about it is you sort of weaved your way through all of these different disciplines based upon what was needed. So at the end of the day, you know, 20 years later, you've just done mold making to squibs to, you know, makeup to prosthetics to whatever. And it made for a really interesting, rounded and just varied career, you know, and all that. So I'm just looking at your IMDb really quick. You made miniatures for Titanic. What's that? You made miniatures for Titanic? Miniature, yeah. Uh, the wheelhouse, that was actually with George Jones, a friend of mine. He's, he's dead now. But um, yeah, so some of that, some of the captain's thing in the wheelhouse, you know, had to be miniaturized so that the water, you know, when the, you know, the scene was is when the wave or the water started coming in, it busted through, you know, up in the, up in the wheelhouse or the captain's area. So a lot of, some of that was miniaturized and, you know, there's just various, whatever the shot called for, you sit down and break that script down and say, what's the easiest way to get this shot? Is it easiest and most cost effective to make it full size and have 50 million gallons of water come through this? Or do we build it, you know, quarter scale or something and then you only need 50 gallons of water and so however that is all laid out or you know however you arrive at those decisions then you go and build it and my friend friend george uh had done was doing had gotten the lead on that to do the wheelhouse captain's area and so yeah it was pretty exciting it was totally out of the blue i hadn't even thought that i was going to work on it weird science really weird science that's amazing (laughs) yeah and um yeah, please I mean, tell me you built the rocket that like shot up through the house. Did you build the woman? No, no. <laughs> that, yeah, is that your is that yeah, your yeah. Boy, that was every kid's. I mean, we everyone wanted Kelly to see LeBrock that just was, for that. You know, yeah. I mean, that was kind of the extent of what we got to see back in those days. Well, Craig, I don't want to take up too much more of your time because uh, you got dinner and whatnot. But uh, we will, we will have another interview with you. Great, so I look forward to it. Appreciate it. So. So this is Jessica and Bree uh, with the New Utah Podcast. We're here at the Utah Halloween Expo on day two. And we are here with Demented Design Studios. What's your name? I'm John Rugelo. And coming over here? Dawn Lasser. Awesome, you guys. And you guys came all the way up from New Orleans, correct? Correct. First time in Utah? Yes. And what do you think so far? Cold. <laughs> you did well, fall here. And you'd although it's it is beautiful country up here. I love it. And you don't have mountains in New Orleans, do you? No. We got potholes. <laughs> Those are like reverse mountains. And we have potholes too. <laughs> yes, but we just have to wait till the snow comes and then it's like, which hole are you going to fall into? So what you guys do these trade shows quite often. Um, what drew you to the Utah Halloween Expo? Try something different. Come up north and bring these professional props to you guys, you know. Come on in. (laughs) Um, Just to give you an idea of what is here, we have the booth is split into two. One half is um, clowns. Um, So if you're terrified, you should definitely come over here. Um, And then across the way is, how would you describe this uh, display? A lot of gore props, gore products, zombies. I mean, if you're looking for it, it's here. 
You have face pies. Talk about face pie. Actually, this was her. That was my idea. And, of course, I always come up with the good ideas. And he doesn't want to do them. And he doesn't want to do them. And then we do them. And they sell. And they're popular. And then you get a big old fat, I told you so? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, come on now. You got to do that. So you said that these um, big meat slabs that you have hanging from this bar were featured in Constantine? Yes. The TV series Constantine, this was the freezer scene that we did for them. How do you get involved um how do um, TV productions, movies, how do they find you guys? People we know also vouch for us, so that's how we get in touch with them, or they get in touch with us. Awesome. Well, we hope you guys have a great show, and uh, we look forward to talking to you guys again. Thank you. You too. You're welcome. Have fun in Utah. Thank you. All right, so I got to tell you guys, um, well, I didn't mean to yell into the mic there, uh, but I got to tell you guys, a uh, little report, a little update post uh, anime bonsai. Bree did take the mat to, to work. She's not here to tell it. She has lost her voice. Um, but she took the mat to work. She, she, said, she laid it out on her desk. She said it smells kind of funny. <laughs> but <laughs> I actually reason. really like it. So she, she oh. enjoys it. And the Pikachu's right back there. Oh, yeah. Look at the that. wind-up wind wind up Pikachu. Pikachu. Uh, I ate the rest of the chocolate buns because I'm a fat kid. There was um, like two left. Yep. I ate them both. <laughs> I ate, So you guys each had one. There were seven in that pack. Guess where the other four went? <laughs> in your belly. In my fat belly. Uh, okay. So it just makes me want to go. It just makes me want to go to Asian market and get more stuff like that because it's so good. And and like fifty cents for a pack of candy instead of three dollars. Right. It's so much cheaper over there. And much. I don't know which one you go to. You go on on ninetieth. My favorite one is actually the one downtown on. The 9th. one on ninth. I yeah. love that one too. That's well, where I used to get high chews before everybody started carrying them. They're so but good. My friend's you know in what? China right now. But you know what's really good besides the high chews um, is the the similar candies to high chews. They're probably a competitor, but they have little like popping rocks in them or something. I need those. They're like they got hmm. little sparkly things. They're so good. I need to try those. Yeah, if you see them. So my friend's in China right now, and I think they're 14 hours ahead of us. Yeah. And so I get texts at like weird times, and she's like, how much do you want to spend? This is what she sent me. How much do you want to spend on tea? <laughs> and I was like, do I? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, like, isn't that, isn't that what you wanted? And I said, well, you asked me what you wanted, like, me to have you bring back oh, like, and <laughs> how much how much do you want me to spend on your and gift so basically like, i don't yeah basically anyway so i hope she i was just like because the tea that i get like i usually stock up when i go to new york city because there's a little chinese family that owns this amazing um lo like loose coffee and loose tea shop in the village so like i'll stock up there i just go to the asian market because i really love like roasted um like re roasted rice tea um I can't remember what it's called. It's really good anyways. So I sent her a huge list and I was like, well, so keep your eyes out for this and this and this. And she just sent me, she's having ramen for breakfast. So right I, now. I've had ramen for breakfast. It's good. I, I eat everything for breakfast. Like real ramen or like uh, top ramen? <laughs> top ramen only because, <laughs> only because real ramen actually takes a long time to make. Cause That's because it's delicious. There's one, a there's a broth. restaurant um, over, over in West, West Valley. Valley. Yeah. <gasps> I need to go there. I've been following them there's actually, since they opened. There's actually two. Which one are you talking about? Starts with a T. Yeah, Toma Naku. Something. Guy. Yeah. Go I, I know the people that own it. I think. My own guy also has really good ramen. 
the Korean Let's place go. that's over there um, by the East Center or Maverick Center or whatever the fuck center it's called now. It's one in Midvale, isn't there? So I told her to bring me back a bunch of tea. I hope she does. There's nothing in Midvale but car dealerships, Jeremy. <laughs> I swear to God. There's a suit. There's a suit. Well, I guess technically. uh, And Bumblebees. Bumblebees is in Midvale. So there's a little bit. Well, we went to we went to sushi when we were in Emory Bonsai. We didn't talk about that. That was pretty good. That little Osaka place. Oh my gosh, they had okonomiyaki. And and it was fucking. I don't know what was on top of it. My cousin told me. What was Uh, it? God, she told me the type of flakes that they are, and I can't remember. As are soon as like, I described them, like she was like, flakes? "She was like, oh yeah, the blah 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 flakes." She said it's the moisture that makes it do that. Oh yeah, so they were like some kind of flake on top of it, and it was all dancing, dancing. around. It looked like it was alive. It was weird, but it tasted fucking it's amazing. Good. The eel was really really good too. But hey, if you go into the yeah. anime bonsai, well. you have to get Japanese sushi, right? Right. That's what I said. That's what half the people in yeah. there were dressed up as. So. They were not dressed up as sushi. <laughs> No, they were dressed up from bonsai. <laughs> That's what half of them were dressed up as, is sushi. Sushi. There was a sushi dog at the farmers at the last farmer's market. There was a fucking kid dressed up as a hot dog dancing at Anime oh, yeah, Bonsai, too. That's true. He was like three. Out on the rave. It was awesome. Porch. The rave porch. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us for the night, though, folks. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, whenever you listen to this, uh, whatever time zone you're in, um, follow us on Twitter at TNU Podcast. Uh, if you have stuff going on in Utah that you want us to talk about, just let us know. Shoot it over to us. We'll retweet it. Fucking retweet anything. Um, just about everything. We no, retweet not everything. everything. <laughs> Jess really likes to retweet posts about dead children. It's weird. <laughs> like no, if you look we, at the news just... stories that we retweet, a lot of them are about abused and killed kids. I don't understand it, but <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> However, there was going to be a dead one at the movies. On I'm going out on this note. I have been to mo- two movie premieres in the last couple weeks. Both times there have been children under the what age the of fuck? one. What the fuck? I like brand new babies. Like movie premieres. This isn't even like. The movie is, hasn't even opened yet. And but, both times, one was Geostorm, which I was like, why are there all these kids here? And then the other one was like the super drama. It's called Goodbye, Christopher Robin, which was absolutely fantastic. Crying did, did babies through the Winnie whole... Did Winnie the Pooh die? No. No. <laughs> when does Winnie the Pooh ever die? Well, you said Goodbye, Christopher Robin. Did Christopher Robin grow old and die? No. It's, it's, so it's about how, how Milne wrote... The books, how Winnie the Pooh came about. Oh, so and it is a Winnie the Pooh type. Yeah, yeah. It's about fucking no, funny. it is. It's a it's about a. a. Milne. It's about their family relationship. How Winnie the Pooh came about, and yeah. he, he was abused, and he had a stuffed teddy bear that he hung on to really closely, and he made up stories. <laughs> he wasn't abused. <laughs> <laughs> I was just guessing. I was <laughs> Anyways, just guessing. But back to the children. Children do not need to go to movie theaters or concerts ever. Like anywhere, unless you're taking them to a day movie that is a children's movie. Like there is no reason to bring them like Fox Searchlight, Warner Brothers, all those guys. They need to have like age restrictions on these tickets. Like nobody under the age of 12 or something. PG-13. Oh, I was so aggravated. 
And then I was like, R- maybe I really do hate kids. NC-17. This message of Jess Hates Kids brought to you by the NewUtah.com, <laughs> our website. Please go there. Uh, check it out. She's going to write some more kid hatred I don't posts. hate all the kids. Just some. Not all of them, but pretty much. Uh, and uh, if you like our stuff, if you support J- Jess's kid hating, go ahead and share out our episodes. Leave us a review. Uh, and leave us a review. Um, if you want to send a picture of your kid, uh, Jess will mark <laughs> it up and throw it up on the blog. We'll have a, a new section for anyone that sends a picture of their kid into Jess. Kids we hate. Uh, of, of kids we hate. Uh, <laughs> of stupid fucking kids that Jess hates. So uh, thanks, folks. Have a good night. <laughs>